This is Tiny Themes Podcast with your host, Amanda Batts. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Themes Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Batts, and I'm excited to be here with you this week. I do have to warn you, if I seem a little groggy, it's because I'm in my mid-30s and Not So Scary has officially wrecked me just by being up that late. So I'm still like exhausted from it. We went Sunday night, but I guess, I mean, I'm recording this on Tuesday, so... Maybe it's okay to still be exhausted from it, but it was well worth it. So I'm going to be sharing with you just some updates. It's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but I'm going to talk about not so scary, some of the updates in the park. And then wouldn't you know it, after I did my Christmas episode last week, Disney announced a ton of Christmas updates, which was great because it's confirming a lot of the stuff that we discussed. I'm going to just make sure you guys are in the know for all of that, but not so scary. So this has been a family tradition of ours every year. We don't honestly trick or treat outside of not so scary. It just feels so much safer and it's so much more fun because there's Disney characters everywhere and the creativity of the guest costumes is just so much fun. So it's absolutely a family tradition for us every year and that's just how we do Halloween. But this year we got to do some costumes that I'm really, really loving. It was really fun to see them actually come to fruition because I have literally been working on them for probably like two or three months. Like it's taken me a really long time to procure like all of the right colors and everything for the Bluey family. So we had so much fun being Bandit, Chili, Bingo, and Bluey. And I gotta say out of all the costumes that we've ever done, I have never had more people or stopping in their tracks and going, oh my gosh, the Bluey family, which was so fun. And especially as the person that created the costumes, it was extra exciting because I was like, oh my gosh, they figured out who we are. These actually work, which was awesome. But one of the really cool things while we were there is they have a Disney Junior Dance Party, which if you have kids go to it. It's so much fun. It's in Cosmic Rays. Even if you don't have kids and you just want to check it out, you can eat your dinner at Cosmics and like sit in the room that the Disney Junior Dance Party's at. We had a blast dancing at the Disney Junior Dance Party. And the cool thing was the DJ saw that we were in the Bluey costumes. And a few minutes into us being there, he put on the Bluey theme song. and was like, I don't know if these people have seen this show, but so that was like extra fun. And the girls super got into it, as did we, of course, because it was Just really fun to get to have that extra special magic moment. But something else that was super cool at the Disney Junior Dance Party is Powerline Max and his team surprised all the guests and came in and did like the whole routine, which is awesome. There must have been at least 10 dancers that came with him. So it was really, really fun and an awesome surprise and delight. They added trick-or-treat scoops to pick out the candy. So normally the cast members will hand you like a few pieces of candy and drop it in your bag. But this year they give like full-blown scoops, like those huge metal scoops from like candy stores. And that's what they use to give the candy out to everybody, which was so fun. And the bags filled up way quick, which was also extra fun. And now legitimately... Every year when I go, I'm like, I don't even need to buy Halloween candy because first of all, there's no way we're going through all that candy. And second of all, I don't need to worry about giving trick-or-treat, like going to Target and paying an arm and a leg for candy because we literally have this huge pumpkin bowl filled with candy that we got from Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. 
Something else that we found this year was a parade spot that Michael scoped. And obviously this would work for any Magic Kingdom parade. But right by the shooting gallery in Frontierland, there's this little table that has a checkerboard. And we sat there. It's like tucked away. The girls learned how to play checkers, or at least Tallulah did. And it was a really great way to wait for the parade. Because normally, you know, you're sitting like person to person. It's just like... A little bit much, especially with toddlers. So that was fun because they had space to spread out. We parked the stroller up there. It was just way easy. And Vivian, my youngest, is definitely not as into characters up close than she is. Like she loves them from far away. So it was really nice to have that distance, but also still be able to see it from a really cool perspective. So we got to watch the parade from back there as well. And then the Seven Dwarves, that was an exciting thing to have them back at Not So Scary because they've been gone since, I think, 2019 it was the last time that they've been around. And they're so fun to see all Seven Dwarves. So we waited in line. It only was about a 25-minute wait. We went near the end of the evening. And it's pretty funny. If you check my social media, you'll see it. But Vivi was like the life of the party. She was up the whole time we were there. Tallulah conked out at like 11, which was still a very long evening for her. But it was funny because when we were in line, Michael was holding her and she legit fell asleep on his shoulder. And so we had Michael holding her like a baby next to Sleepy. It just, it just felt right, which is great. It was such a fun party as always. We always have a blast at that party. Oh, I should also mention treat trails. So one of the cool things that they have are trick-or-treat trails. This year they had one of them over by Tron. And if you are going to go to one of the next couple of parties or if you're going next year, just keep this in the back of your mind. Instead of going to individual treat locations, the trick-or-treat trail is really fun because it usually has, I think this one had three or four treat bins along the way. So you could, it was like every couple of steps, there was another treat bin and it was right by Tron and it dumps you out at Storybook Circus. Something that we all loved because the girls loved to trick or treat and it was fun to have so many of them right at one spot. Okay, as far as some theme park updates go, so Pocahontas and Miko now are back doing meet and greets at Animal Kingdom from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. daily, which is exciting because they did it back in the day and then they were just gone for a while and now they're back. Also, Disney Cruise Line on the Disney Treasure just announced that there's going to be a Haunted Mansion Parlor Lounge. So if you're a Haunted Mansion fan, this is for you and it's going to be on the Disney Treasure. Also, if anyone was following along with the bear in Magic Kingdom, like the actual black bear that was in Magic Kingdom, (laughs) um, they just released the video of the capture and everything. And it was, it was just wild. Like it was so crazy. I guess they had, I mean, the bear was fine and he's released in the wild and doing great but it was just wild to see like what all they had to do he was basically standing standing he was up in the tree by you know the indian village area of the train you like those animatronics over there and i guess you can also see him from the riverboat he was right by that area on the trees so the video just kind of cracked me up because it's like you see the wildlife folks And they're like standing right by this Indian village animatronic. And I don't know, it just made me chuckle. But I'm glad the bear's doing good. And if you want to check out that footage, it is available now. And then as I was telling you guys, there are so many Christmas updates, which is great because I'm very excited. And it is only, well, when you're listening to this, the day it releases is October 25th. But since we went to Not So Scary already, I'm like, is Halloween over? We are going to do some trick-or-treating at SeaWorld this weekend. So I'm pretty sure as soon as we do that, 
Halloween's over and the Bats house is going all Christmas and I'm okay with that. So a couple of Christmas updates for the parks here in Orlando. Universal's Christmas celebration is officially going to be November 17th through December 31st. Also, Blizzard Beach is officially opening November 6th, which is going to be here before you know it, which means Vacation Santa is going to be available and the snow. If you don't want to have to deal with buying an extra ticket to go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you can just enjoy the snow when you enter Blizzard Beach. Oh my goodness, this is not theme park related, but I saw this and it's really tempting me, but I'm not going to spend this much money on it. But Shop Disney just released those SC like pajama pants, like Scott Calvin's pajama pants from the Santa Claus, you know, like the red ones that he comes back wearing from the North Pole. They have those on Shop Disney and I want them so badly and I almost bought them. And then I saw that they're $65 and I don't know why in my head I'm like, that seems like a lot of money for some jammies that say SC on them. So I think I'll be passing unless they go on some sort of sale or get some sort of discount that you know, my annual pass gets or something like that, but they're so flipping cute. And if you grew up watching Santa Claus like me, it's just, there's something epic about them. And I'm probably not going to forget about them anytime soon, but that's okay. And Frozen Holiday Surprise is happening at Cinderella Castle. So they're not doing the lights that they've done in years past, but they are offering the Frozen Holiday Surprise where there's going to be castle projections and Elsa, Olaf, Anna, and Kristoff are all going to be in new Christmas attire. And that is going to happen nightly November 7th throughout the Christmas season. And that'll be with standard park admission. So you can check that out any night. It doesn't have to necessarily be a very merry Christmas party night. It's just any night that you're in the park, you can check it out after November 7th. Disney Springs is also going to have snow at their town center in the evenings. And on November 10th, Santa is going to be meeting guests at Once Upon a Toy over at Disney Springs. They also announced that the Merry Menagerie Animal Kingdom is going to be back in the front of the park. If you haven't seen them before, they're huge puppets, some little puppets, but they're puppets of animals that are pretty much true to size. I mean, slightly different, but they're really, really pretty in there. Like these white painted, very Arctic looking, artful puppets. And they're just really, really pretty. And it's a nice view from the Tree of Life. And the girls really loved getting to interact with these puppets. And it's fun because the puppeteers are really sweet too. It's just a really unique experience. So those are going to be available again this season at Animal Kingdom. And then the last update is the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian and all the other Christmas displays at the hotels have been confirmed. So I know we talked a little bit about those and wondering if that was going to happen with the construction and everything at Grand Floridian, but it is going to happen. So very excited about that. It should be by mid to late November, but I will definitely let you know as soon as things are starting to move along and when things are ready and open, especially at the Grand Floridian, I'll give you updates on that. But I know this is a little bit of a shorter episode. This mama's got to go to bed. Thank you all so much for listening. I promise next week I have some really fun things to chat with you about because I've worked on that episode already, but I just didn't have the mental capacity to record a full episode tonight. So I'm going to go to bed. I hope you have a wonderful evening, morning, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this episode. And thanks again for listening to Tiny Themes Podcast. Feel free to check out my Instagram, Bibbidi Bobbidi Bats. You can check it out in the show notes. 
Also, one last thing as we're getting closer to Christmas, I know if you're a parent, you're probably already starting a Christmas shop or thinking about it soon. Masonette and I are partnering together this Christmas season and they have such amazing gifts that you can give to your family. Feel free to check out some of their lists. They have awesome stocking stuffers. You can sort via age. It's just a fantastic site. If you've purchased from them before, you know that the quality is just exceptional. We bought a tea set from them a few years back and it's still like our favorite tea set that we own and it is just adorable. But they have such amazing Christmas gifts. So if you need some inspiration, check out the link in the show notes and you are more than welcome to do some early Christmas shopping. Knock that off the list. (laughs) But so great to chat with y'all. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will chat with you again next week. Thanks y'all. On behalf of myself and two of my favorite little assistants at Tiny Themes Podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.